following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey. A place called Pure Michigan that features some of the most loyal football fans on the planet who, regardless of their record, regardless of who they trade, or regardless of who they draft, remain Honolulu Blue forever. They'll bust out their Detroit versus everybody t-shirt. And I'm sure when you got the news earlier today that Hawk had been traded to the Vikings, you said, look, we got a couple of lower round draft picks. Ooh, and because we're the worst team in football, we're going to draft overall number one. I'm taking the day off on draft day from my job. What the hawk? If one more of you add Huge Show on Twitter or The Huge Show on Facebook, talk about the value they got. What value? Hawkinson is leading the NFL in yards per catch. He's 25. Oh, they didn't have the money to sign him. Well, do you see some of the clowns that Holmes has signed for the Lions Circus? Oh, well, they could get some big value. To Minnesota? They... I, I told... I told Brett... I, I feel if I could swear right now and do my Andrew Dice Clay on the Lions. So think about this irony. Their season ended in Minneapolis with that second half double-digit lead and the bonehead call, one of many from Dan Campbell. And they're going to load up the Vikings even more so they can play them two times a year. Oh, can't wait to see Hawk have 200 yards and four TDs in Detroit. What are they thinking? What are the Lions smoking, drinking, injecting, suppositories, whatever they're doing? 
I got to waddle like a duck. Why? I got hemorrhoids. You ever have one in there? You put a suppository in there. It's like putting a lifesavers up your rear. Oh, God. Even Superfly, working with me now, was it over four years? When he says, almost five, when he says, you're not right today, this hot trade, well, they didn't have the money to sign him. 25, drafted number eight overall by the Lions just three years ago. Widely considered one of the top young players at his position. I'm reading from CBSSports.com. And they trade him. Lions will get a 2023 second rounder in the draft and a 2024 third rounder. Hawkinson, by the way, is on pace to finish with career numbers this year. So you're the Lions. You're currently the worst team in football. And you're going to get your fan base excited for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers coming to Detroit on Sunday by trading Hawk. Oh, Bill, they don't use them, and they don't got the money. Who are they using their money on? Who? Here comes a huge owl. He's back. Who? Do they understand any, any marketing strategy when it comes to not nuke your fan base? They don't because you're so loyal, as I said in the opening, huge opinion. They can do what they want to. They can tell you now that, hey, the rebuild, we don't have our guys. I heard that from Quinn. I heard that from Patricia. I heard that from Mayhew, Morningweg. Caldwell, 9-7 and seven wasn't good enough. I don't want to hear that Campbell needs more guys. He's in over his head, and a majority of you can see that. And then what about Holmes? Hey, I, I like the drafts, but when you're that bad, how can you miss? If you keep picking top five, how can you miss? So now the fans are like, why not trade? And this team's a debacle. Get something in return. And we begin the annual, not it's annual, I'll call it biannual Lions cycle. Well, we got to give Holmes and uh, Campbell the third year. You said that about Quinn and Patricia. Oh, we, we can't now. They're rebuilding. You got to give them time, man. We got a second and third round there. We're going to have the overall number one pick. We could have C.J. Stroud and Bobby Big Bulls from Texas. First and ten, there goes Johnson back to pass. Bobby Big Balls with the catch. That's a touchdown. Texas. I want your feedback, the Lions Nation, on the hot trade. Just when you think it couldn't go any lower. They're going to get drilled by Rodgers and the Packers, who didn't look bad against the Bills. So what? Now you're on the C.J. Stroud train? We're going to get our quarterback. We don't need... So if you're going to get your quarterback and you're bad, then you could have invested in Hawk to give your young quarterback a bailout guy on third night. No. No, we're not going to do that. We're the Lions. We're the worst team in pro football right now. And we're going to get rid of... Is he one of their top two players? 
Oh, but we didn't have the money. He's 25. 25. So you're a fan. Well, what's going to drive you to Ford Field? Your loyalty. It's going to drive you to listen on the Lions Radio Network. It's going to drive you to still wear your gear. And the Lions know that. Oh, Holmes and Campbell. Some of these idiots on Twitter, well, they just need two more years. Oh, really? Did the Jets need two more years? Did the Giants need two more years with a coaching change? You're the only fan base. Not all of you. I'll say it's probably split. That continues to buy the BS like the hot train. How can you as a franchise trade away one of your best players? And they've done it twice with Stafford and now this. Oh, let's go get Hawkins Super Bowl ring this year with Minnesota and with Kirk Cousins. And I'll be out in Holland celebrating with WHTC. They're going to change their call letters to WHOC, Hawk Radio. I filled up my big jug with Bud Light. And I said, what the hawk? This is such a Lions move to trade the guy to the team and the stadium where your season ended and you're in a catastrophic free fall. It is so Lions. It is. And what still shocks me is how many of you are so numb to it that you buy it. You buy it. Hey, well, Hawk needed a better place. You know what? Hawk's going to go to Minneapolis, and he's going to be with Kirk Cousins, and he's going to be in a better place, just like Stafford was in a better place. Oh, my God, my blood pressure right now is 980 over 980. Dr. K just dropped me a text. He monitors my blood pressure during the show on a mobile device. I don't know how you're still breathing. Oh. Let's go talk to Doug Skeen. Former NFL player, Michigan offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. How you doing, Skeener? <laughs> I'm doing great, Bill. I've been sitting here giggling, laughing at your expense. Unfortunately, listening to you go off on this on this topic, I just sitting here with a with a smile on my face because uh, the last few minutes of radio were pretty strong there, Bill. Nice job. Well, I, my point is, you're a floundering team that is free falling. You, you gave the fans a taste of hope through hard knocks and a one-on-one start and a double-digit lead at the Vikings. You are in position one for the overall first draft pick, and you're going to dump arguably one of your top two guys on the team. Yeah, it's, they, they, that was an eighth overall. Wasn't Hawk the eighth overall yes. the year he was drafted? Yeah, he's only 25. <laughs> he's only 25. Yeah, I know. It's, um, boy, you know, since, since Hutch got drafted by the Lions, I, this is probably the year I've spent the most time paying attention to him. And every time I, I start to pay attention and watch some football and, and read up on him and follow this franchise, I, I go, wow, these poor people that have been following this team for all these decades that show up, how do they do this? Um, that takes a special level of, uh, loyalty and intentionality to, continue to just love these lions even though they do these kinds of things 
I can tell you what's going to happen. Holmes and Campbell, one or the other or both, will meet the media and they'll talk about we need more players. It's obvious we need more players. And then the fans, like loyal Jim Jones, Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid drinking worshipers, are going to say, we need more time. We need more time. We need more time. <laughs> oh, boy, Bill. That, that, yeah, that's going to happen. And... um you know, I, I, you were talking about there what uh, what the Lions fans they put on their Honolulu blue and they head down to Detroit to watch the Lions play. What the thing they they grasp and they hope for, what keeps them going. I think it's that that hope, right? That the next move is going to be the right move, and the next one, and the next draft mm-hmm. picks, and the next GM, and the next coach, and the next thing. But it's never reality. It's never you never seem to grasp the reality of, of what things are from time to time, but I give them all kinds of credit for supporting this team and loving NFL football in Detroit because they've been doing it a long time. You know what keeps the Lions fans going? Those that are 21 and up and ice cold Bud Light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what keeps them going. You know, Doug, right, before we get to the tunnel uh, fiasco and your thoughts on Michigan football just from what you watch because you're you played with Hutch's dad at Michigan late 80s early 90s five-time Big Ten champion from what you've watched with Hutch and the Lions both offensively and defensively uh, with Aiden what has impressed you about this team and if you were a football analyst delivering a message to the Lions fan base what concerns you about the team or coaching or both well, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that question is the streakiness, right? I mean, clearly they don't have enough horses on this defensive front, right? You got Aiden out there who's who's had some streaks and some big moments, and what's he got five or six sacks on the season, so he's doing all right. But who's the who's the curveball to pull some attention away from him? Who's the other guy that is demanding attention or demanding you leave a tight end or a back in there to help block? I don't see it. I think they need a lot of help on that defensive front. and But yet, at times, they've shown an ability to be playmakers, and then all of a sudden, they just disappear. You know, like the Patriot game. How do, how do you go from scoring all those points in those games to sitting to getting blanked and then giving up a bunch of points? That's the part that really surprises me, is how the inconsistencies of performance on both sides of the football are what they are. Um I, I just don't understand it. And, and admittedly, I don't watch the Lions like I watch Michigan. I don't really glue myself into watching these Lions play. I have an interest in watching Hutch play because of the personal angle, and I want him to do well, obviously. And so they want the Lions to do well, but I'm just not that far into it, Bill, to know much beyond their awfully streaky team. Yeah, inconsistent, to say the least. And it is just a head-scratcher that, in the stadium where their season ended, Hawk will have a chance to win the NFC North. I don't know if he's going to be good enough to help the team get by the Eagles or the Niners, but at least be a playoff team. It's killing me. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, as a former player, as a guy who's been in and out of that tunnel uh, five years, uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s, from the video you've watched, uh, over the last couple of days, uh, as things settled down, uh, what's your opinion on what happened in the tunnel and what needs to happen moving forward? Well, I, I would first say this, that, that a volatile atmosphere and emotional football games have been going on in that stadium for 100 years. Um, this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> this is not the first batch of players 
that played an extremely emotional rivalry game and had to walk up the same hallway to get to their locker room. A um, couple things. The first thing that stood out in my mind, believe it or not, and this is no excuse for either side, is I tell you what, Bill, when I was in that tunnel with my rival, my helmet did, never came off of my head, and it didn't stay un, unstrapped either. I, I was told as a freshman uh, by some very wise upperclassmen, when you are uh, in, the midst, in the midst of uh, someone who may want to rip your head off, you probably should keep your helmet on and your chin straps uh, tight until you get in this locker room, and then until then you leave it on. So uh, if I'm going up a tunnel with my opponent that I just uh, embarrassed a little bit, rubbed their face in it a little bit, and you know the game wasn't close there in, in the later parts of that football game, and uh, I know that my teammates are out on the field, those two young men from Michigan, I wish they would have had their helmet on before they got assaulted. That being said, the assault is, uh, again, to use the word that both coaches have used, is unacceptable. It's ridiculous. Uh, it, it just can't happen. And the Big Ten absolutely has to hammer these guys to set a standard that this kind of stuff off the field, outside the lines, although the feelings are raw and these young men and testosterone is flying, you can't put your hands on other people. You can't assault people because you lost a silly football game. It doesn't work that way. So that part's got to be fixed. I was glad to see that Coach Tucker you know, immediately suspended those guys, but I think there's some more dudes. They probably need to find their way to the door until the, you know, this figures itself out. So it's too bad. It sucks because, as Lloyd Carr said after uh, the Clockgate game, right, this, this rivalry, for as great as it is for our state and everybody who gets to participate in it, this game deserves better than some junk Bush League stuff afterwards. It's, just, it's, it's, it's not good. Away from uh, the tunnel fiasco, which has dominated conversation in the media, since the end of that game, what do you like about what Michigan did? I know most would agree, if not everybody, they got to finish those drives. They still had that notorious slow start uh, that they've had in every Big Ten game this year. They still are undefeated. They're still a top-five team. I think they'll be number four tonight, but there's a lot of talk. TCU in the first college football playoff rankings could be number four, which is ridiculous. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on... Uh, that win by Michigan, and what you like and what concerns you moving forward? Well, well, of course, what I like about that is the rushing yards. Every time Corum can get going and rush the way he does and the grinding out of the third downs and always following forward to get first downs and the offensive line. And, and anytime you see rushing stats like that in the time of possession, Bill, and your chances of winning are just going to go up immensely, and they did, obviously. I was not surprised at all that Michigan State came to play. That first half was tight, right? It felt a little tight. Michigan put the football on the ground, had the turnover. Michigan State throws it to their stud wide receiver, who, by the way, is a heck of a player. And all of a sudden, they're taking advantage of us. And there's a little bit of a you know, tightness in the air. I like the way Michigan responded. We're not gonna we're not gonna freak out here. We're not gonna get frazzled. We're gonna give the ball to our our best running back, and we're gonna let this offensive line just block you and take control of this game. And for the most part, that's exactly what happened. J.J. made some really nice plays with his feet, avoided some pressure, found his tight end a bunch in the first half. I would like to see our wide receivers get a little more open. Uh, Michigan State's defensive ends, uh, our defensive backfield, was doing a nice job with some coverage. So the Michigan wide receiver group needs to find some better separation. We can't rely on tight ends all the time. Um, but all in all, you know, I think the game plan going in was to grind this defensive down from Michigan State, rush for 150, 200 yards and take the ball away from them and let's just rack up the points. The only 
part was we kicked three field goals and five chances down there inside the red zone. That's got to be fixed. I don't know how much they can fix it based on personnel, but it's got to, they got to do something different down in there and need to be able to score touchdowns instead of field goals at some point. I think we all know which game that's going to be. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm glad I'm pretty happy with the way it worked out. Uh, again, I think the red zone thing is, is now a full blown issue in my mind. It has to be fixed, but Again, in this game, Bill, anytime you can rush the football the way you do, the way Michigan did in that game, you're going to win. The statistics always prove it. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about the tunnel and also the Michigan win. Yeah, I agree. They have been battle-tested. They've, they've had to fight back uh, against every Big Ten team uh, they faced and they've done it, so we'll just see how it keeps moving here towards the rest of the regular season prior to the game in Columbus. Doug, appreciate your conversation, opinions, input. We'll talk soon. Bill, get a hold of your doctor. Let's calm down a little I'm bit. Okay, I'm okay, man. I'm, 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 I'm seeing triple. Health, I'm seeing triple. I am. <laughs> it's everything's going to be okay. You know what? I, I'm sweating, and the, and the air conditioner says it's 68 in here. And I, I'm sweaty. I'm beaten up. I don't know, man. I, it would figure, it would figure that it would be same old Lions that after 30 plus years of doing a talk show, I drop dead on the day they trade Hawk. <laughs> oh, Bill, thanks for having me. All right. Well, Doug, if this is goodbye, man, I've enjoyed talking to you. The Tellymore uh, golf summits with yep. Chris Ballas, our classics. <laughs> Along with Superfly Hayes, uh, I, I, I am beaten up. I don't think uh, it's not a health emergency. I don't want to get everybody concerned. Or, I just I'm beaten up, sweating. I didn't put any under deodorant on right now, so we got to. All right, we love you, Doug. All right, Bill. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of comments on the huge text chain. Like, are you on meth right now? No, I'm not. And it would be crystal meth officially. Whew. When. How how fitting would it be me going with that? I always talk about the Lions headache, right? I always do. I'm a fan. I'm trying to figure out where I was when they roared back and held on in the second half to beat Washington when they were just scoring at will against the Seahawks. Or at that huge house party with the Noffs. And they had the double-digit lead, and now you're trading away Hawk, and you have the overall number one pick in the draft. This only happens to the Lions. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Whew. Dr. K just texted me, blood pressure's down to 790 over 780. Good. Good. Looks like I probably get the show in. After that, could be a coin flip. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. His huge opinion on the Hawk trade is next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at a place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. This Lions season has been a wild ride. From all the hope from hard knocks to the one and one start to leading by double digits at Minnesota. What can go wrong has gone wrong for the most part. Horrible coaching decisions, inconsistent offense, defense, guys regressing from a year ago. I don't know where to begin. And today news that Hawk has been traded to the Vikings. I guess that's the flag that you're waving on the season. They're already sitting at number one overall for the pick. And, you know, your Holmes, your Campbell, uh, there are a lot of questions right now. I think they'll get next year. Uh, the three-year plan seems to work, but they they got to find some storylines and something on the football field that gets those fans back. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. I wanted to get him on the Meyer guest line and his thoughts on the hot trade. So uh, I know from a pure football standpoint, uh, you save money, you get a couple of picks, but from a team that's at the bottom of the basement right now in the NFL, what what does this do to the fan base by trading Hawk? You know, I, I think you actually just hinted at it. Um, honestly, it, it ends any expectations that this team is going to come back this year. And I don't know, I, I, I truly don't know if that's calculated on their part or if it's just something that, you know, comes along with, you know, as a byproduct of the trade. But they're clearly telling everybody this this team we're, we're not going to win this year. Like we're going to try, but you know they just traded away uh, a very good tight end. I'm not going to call him great, but he's a good player. Uh, he uh, averaged uh, four catches for 44 yards per game, uh, and they were certainly not going to pay for that production long term. That's Minnesota's problem now, and I actually kind of like that about it, but. For, for this year, they're telling you that, uh, you know, they're going to embrace not being a contender anymore. They, they, they've put an end to all that talk, you know, all the, the thoughts that they might go on a run here if the schedule gets softer or whatever. No, this, this is a two, three, maybe four win team tops now. And I think, I think for a lot of people, that was, that, that's kind of a blow. You know, there was still some optimism that, okay, you know, that they've been relatively close in a lot of games. You know, they're, the defense is indeed playing better lately, even with what happened with Miami. Uh, the offense is somewhat capable, but now, now you're saying, okay, we're uh, we are not contending, and, and we're looking to 2023 uh, and, and, and beyond. And, and T.J. Atkinson was not going to be part of this team beyond 2023. He might not even been here in 2023. 
So from that standpoint, I like the fact that they're, they got what they did now because the price tag was never going to be higher for TJ Hawkinson to get returned than what it is right now. Uh, when, and once the Vikings wake up and realize they got to pay him $9.4 million next year and then uh, probably another $15, 16000000 million per year if they want to keep him after that, uh, it's probably not going to look as good in their eyes at that point either. But they're, they're not worried about that. No, they're, they're worried about winning the Super Bowl now, and he does help them do that. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, a Lions NFL insider here on the huge show across Michigan checking in. The only way they're ever getting the fans back now is winning ball games. They're already to that point, uh, basically a year and a half in. There's no hype. There's no offseason full of hope. Even if they get C.J. Stroud and they draft overall number one and they think he's the guy, uh, it, this reminds me of where you know Quinn and Patricia were that you're going to get that third year uh, to win uh, or you're showing the door. That's basically it in my mind. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week uh, when I was in there. We do, you know, about how they're in a similar situation where Matt Rule was in Carolina, where they brought him back for his third season uh, after the team kept getting worse under his watch, not better. Uh, and they did have some young talent down there, um, and their defense still has some talent on it. But he couldn't make it work, uh, and he got what five games, uh, and they were one and four at the time, and they they canned it, they ended it, and I do think that that's a realistic possibility for Holmes and Campbell uh, for next year. They're not going anywhere before that. Uh, anybody who thinks that they're going to get fired this off season or during the season, it's it's not going to happen. Uh, period. It just isn't. Um, no no amount of work, of uh, wishing or anything for for that. Uh, they're going to get next year, but uh, and I'll, I'll go back to when I covered uh, Hugh Jackson and the Browns. They kept him after he went winless. He knew that he had to win a lot of games very quickly. He didn't. He lasted, I want to say, six games that next season, uh, and, and they canned him. That's that's probably the earliest we'll see that Dan and Brad fired. But uh, until then, like they, they got to at least build some goodwill back up. Uh, because right now, I, I, fan confidence. I'm not sure has ever been this low in the Lions. Uh, not. Not in recent times. Not wow. even under. Not, not even at the the end of the the Quinn Trisha era. Mm. When I when I think we all knew that that was just yeah. going nowhere. It's uh, it's not good, man. And I, I'll tell you from from a personal standpoint. You know, I I do cover the team. I am a fan too, and I'm. It, it's hard to find anything to get excited about for the rest of this season. Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. We're, we're, I mean, we're seeing like I'm, my focus is going to be. You know who's for this team in 2023? Who can help this team? I think we've seen a little bit. Like Kirby Joseph is coming along nicely. Rodrigo up for Rookie of the Week, uh, and he should win it. By the way, you know there, there are some bright spots, but they're not equaling wins in 2022. So now you're looking at okay, who's here for 2023? Who's who can I build around? Who's going to help this team win long term? Uh, that's going to be my focus for the rest of the year, and, and for fans, I would kind of encourage that for you to be your focus too. Um, don't worry so much about the wins and losses this year because there ain't going to be many wins. Look at what can happen down the road. Uh, and anybody who's not going to be part of that is going to be gone um, or not worth your time worrying about. And that's that's sort of where they're at with Hawkinson. That's why they moved him. Jeff Risden does a great job following the Lions. Uh, he is one of our Lions insiders checking in on the mire. I guess, Sonia, it's going to be interesting off Hawk being traded to the team where your season ended. Uh, and you get the Packers coming in Sunday, and if Rodgers goes nuts and they get blown out in front of the home fans, that's going to be up there with the low points. Uh, what you just mentioned about the confidence right now, if they turn around in the week they trade Hawk, 
and they go get blown out, and you start to think they may not win another game this season, maybe Carolina, maybe one of the Bears games, that you're going to let Holmes and Campbell throw three win seasons back-to-back and bring them back for a third year, I don't know. I might knock on Sean Payton's door, but then would Payton take the job of a friend, right? You know, it, it, it's a tough sell, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. Uh, I will say that they're gonna, they're going to sell you on, and and I, I'm, I'll raise my hand. I'm gonna sell you on this too. They have five of the first 64 picks in the next draft. Mm. Based on what Brad Holmes has done, four of those are probably gonna hit. Uh, hopefully, one of them's a quarterback. Hopefully, another one of them uh, is a safety or cornerback who can play outside uh, and and help the god awful pass defense. You know, it, one of the things that I think is getting glossed over here too, they fired Anthony Pleasant yesterday, and uh, uh, that that's sort of back burner news now. But that's that's kind of a big deal too. So you're you're seeing them making evaluations towards 2023. You know, I, to, to think back to demoralizing trades, remember when they traded Golden Tate away right after they traded for Damon Harrison? They had them together for a week. Uh, and everybody was thinking, oh, this is the time where we're going to make a run. And then they dealt Golden away, and the bottom completely fell out, and they never really recovered from that. And uh, Bob Quinn, unfortunately, didn't learn that lesson. They traded Slay, traded Diggs, uh, and, mm. and it kept getting worse. I do believe 100% that this organization will not make that sort of a move. Uh, I, but, you know, it's it's tough, man. It's, they're, they're not gonna They're not going to win more than – two or three games oh. for the rest of the season. And that's, that's hard, man. Uh, it's, 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 wow. it's, it's, it's a real challenge. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's beyond a challenge. And I, I think what I feel is a front office and a franchise deaf to the fans. And the fans have zero confidence in Campbell. You know, Holmes, Holmes has brought some good talent in, but I don't believe Campbell is head coach material. I don't. There's too much inconsistency. Uh, there's too many bonehead calls. Uh, players are regressing, uh, so I. You can give another year; it's just going to be even uglier. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Rizzy, I know you got an, another interview. Thanks for the update, my man, on the hawk trade. My pleasure. I'll talk to you later this week. Thank yeah, you. you know, I I get you're going to have you know, all these great draft picks, but you have confidence in Campbell to maximize it. This is the same conversation we had about Quinn and Patricia. I'm Dr. K. Another text. Back up to 980 over 890. Bill, I'm calling the American Medical Association for you to be alive right now. It's a miracle. You might be a sports angel from God. What if I am the sports angel and I never knew it? What if the Honolulu Blue Rapture is upon us and I'm here to take all the Lions fans to a place where your team can at least finish 500? Uh, You know, he talks about a low point as a Lions fan, and I'm 61, I look like I'm 41. This is about as bad from the hype that I didn't think was hype. I I watched them. I was there. The free fall is about coaching, not having control of in-game, game plans, motivation, whatever you want to call it. And that's hard to digest because we all watched Hard Knocks. What if they were all actors in Hard Knocks and not the real guys? The following Hard Knocks presents all actors 
they, Dan Campbell's being played by Dolph Lundgren. I want your feedback on the hot trade. Give it to me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Bud Light HUGE question of the day. What do you think of the hot trade? 1-866-838-4843. Everything HUGE. 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code SHEPBET and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older wager michigan only this is a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons huge here for all the mr car wash locations across michigan you're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass at iu superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Pussifer Live. November 15th, 7.30, DeVos Performance Hall. Special guest, Nightclub. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album, Existential Reckoning, out now. Let the probing continue. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com and download the Eagle Access app. Let's go to Leonard in Traverse City listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket in northern Michigan. You're on the huge show. Yeah, long time listener. What's going to happen when our young players like Hutchinson and Rodriguez get a couple of years down and they get to 
have a contract coming up? Are the Lions just going to trade him? Uh, they're going to uh, yeah. the the impact on the team. I'm glad you brought that up, Leonard. For one of your best players to get traded, the message to the team is we're giving up. It's I know Hawk isn't the answer for a Super Bowl, but man, if you're going to draft C.J. Stroud, let's just say they have the worst record, and you have a bailout tight end who's a top 10 tight end in the league, you're going to do what now? Try and find another tight end through the draft or with one of your draft picks? Gosh, it's just it, it's not the right vibe. At all. It really isn't. Minnesota won that trade big time. Let's go to Lester in Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the huge show. Yeah, hello. Uh, First time listener. I was telling your um, screener there that you hit the nail on the head. You said everything I said to one of my buddies today. I got back in the vehicle. I couldn't hear no music, so I turned your show on. Um, Very good and enlightening show. I agree with you 100% on every single thing you said, from trading Hawkinson for a second and third round pick, um, trading him to a rival team. Mm. Campbell's not motivating the guys at all, and he's a Coach, I think we're losing you. Right. They they, they should get rid of him. There's no reason to give him a third year. You learned your lesson with Patricia. Exactly. Exactly. All their coaches for the last 10 years have been two year and out guys. No, you know what? They need to get rid of you. You're breaking up a little bit, Lester. Sorry about that. Thanks for listening on 100.9 FM and welcome to the show. Weekdays 3 until 6 p.m. Yeah, this talk, well, he gets a third year. Why? Why? It's the NFL. If I and you can see that Dan Campbell's in over his head, the mistakes he makes, why would you continue to give him another year? You learned your lesson with Patricia and Quinn. Gosh, that just fires me up. It really does. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands. Steakhouse and Grills, your home for every Michigan, Michigan State, and Lions game all season long. Plus, you can check out the Wings, the Pistons. Check the schedule and stop by your local brands. You'll find the brands in Bay City. If you're listening on 100.9 FM, the brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. If you're tuning in on 96 won the game. The brands in Holland off of US 31 and James for those listening on WHTC. Johnny Brand has the brands in Granville, west of GR, and also the brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids, right off of 131. Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade, just east of GR. And remember, you can have all your brand's favorites ready for pickup or have them delivered. Go to brands.com, get that started, but plan on watching the Wolverines, Spartans, and Lions, Wings, and Pistons all season long at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. And game day, work day, play day, order up your favorites for pickup or have them delivered. Looking at some of the comments coming in, Roberto and Lowell, I assume listening on 96 won the game. I'm done with my show or the Lions. The curiosity is killing me. (laughs) 
Vicky in Fremont, which I ninety six one maybe right, listening. The Lions have let me down every year of my life. She's a woman; she won't give her age. I want your thoughts on the hog trade. Yeah, we all can remember him traded to Minnesota, the place where Campbell didn't go for it and kicked the field goal, and their season hasn't been the same since. Oh, that is so damn Lions. It is. It is. They, and then with the fans at rock bottom, the team at rock bottom, you get rid of one of your best guys. Well, because Campbell and Holmes feel real comfortable that they're going to be around for as long as they want to. It's amazing. This only happens with the Lions. If you miss any interview, any hour, any show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Here we go with our number two on the only show, Willing to Tell Like It Is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guest. Lions have traded Hawkinson to the Vikings. They get a 2023 second rounder, 2024 third rounder. Worst team in football right now. Biggest free fall I've seen in team history. And they're going to give the fan base and the team this news of trading Hawk. Good luck getting anybody back under Campbell and Holmes. They'll have to win games. It's the only way. No offseason. I don't care about overall number one pick. And, oh, we're going to need three years of C.J. Stroud. We've seen this before. Dan Campbell is not an NFL head coach. He's not. And if the Lions aren't smart enough to go offer Sean Payton everything and get an experienced head coach that they never had, right? They had Mariucci for a while, but Millen was a complete train wreck. Daryl Rogers, right? I'm going old. Man, Ron and Clark. Any of you saying, well, he deserves another third or another season. Why? And same with Holmes. You know, we watched Quinn and Patricia trade away Slay and Diggs. You don't think they could help that secondary right now? And you could still have Stafford. And Hawk. God. Uh, Dr. K just dropped another text. You've set a record. All the doctors are sitting here looking at the mobile blood pressure device. It's like watching a slot machine. 
Dr. K went on to say it looks like one of those water guns at the carnival where it goes up and up and up. And if you hit the top, your $22 investment gets you a $2 mini lion. Uh, I want your feedback on the hawk trade on the Lions right now. Where are you at, Lions Nation? We've had interesting comments at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They have a free open practice tonight at 5 p.m., followed by a free scrimmage you can watch. And then free autograph session afterwards at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. So that happens at 5 o'clock tonight. Runs till around 7. It's free to get in at Van Andel Arena and see the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold go through a practice, a two-quarter scrimmage, and then a free autograph signing session beginning at 5 tonight inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. That's awesome. Uh, Their first home game, by the way, is Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena. Speaking of Van Andel Arena, Superfly, inside this hour, will give away our final pair of tickets to see comedian Bill Burr. That's Thursday night, right? Not tomorrow night. Thursday night at Van Andel Arena. Tickets do remain. Superfly and I are going. We're going to be in the Akershire VIP Lounge. We're trying to get a meet and greet, but because my name's Bill, he won't meet any other Bills. So I was going to go with Bob Simonson, but then people would say, you don't look like your brother. I cannot wait to see him in a big arena. That is going to be fantastic. Tickets do remain at your local Ticketmaster outlets. Bill Burr. Uh, One of my favorite comedians on the big stage in the big arena, Thursday night, Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at your local Ticketmaster outlets. Inside this hour, more on the Hawk trade. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com will join us from Allen Park here in about 25 minutes. Tim Stout from our affiliate, the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. I want to get his thoughts on the hawk trade and also what are they saying in East Lansing about the tunnel melee on Saturday night? You want to join us on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Bud Light, huge question of the day. Do you agree with the hawk trade? And what gives you hope with the Lions right now? Seriously, what gives you hope? You don't know if he can take him next level as a head coach. We don't know if Holmes is the guy. He's less than two years in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And there's that owl again. Who? Let's go to Tim Stout. Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear the huge show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Before I get your thoughts on what happened after the Michigan-Michigan State game, when you heard the news that Hawk had been traded, what's the first thing that went through your mind? I said Bill's going to be a little bit down today. Because he had them at no worse than ten and seven this fall, they can still finish ten and seven if they win nine of their last ten. And he's going to be a little discouraged that that guy went to a divisional rival. That's the first thing I thought. I actually said nine and seven. I said the top side would be ten and seven. Uh, that was after they were one and one. I started looking at the schedule, playing that game. That really worked out. I'll tell you what: two years of the Campbell Holmes era. 
between my Stafford prediction and now this, that may be why my blood pressure is 1090 over 980 right now. Well, when I see this Sheila Ford Hamp talk and represent an NFL ownership bill, come on, among the 32 teams, does she look like she's the one amongst those 32 teams that has an idea along the bloodlines of the Ford family of how the NFL is successful? Come on. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I never get, it, it's, it's more amazing to me how games get, like the Miami game. I was outside, they're up, you know, big at the half, and I thought Miami was so due to lose this game. And Alliance have come so close in some of these games. So, you know, and then they go from 27 at halftime and get shut out in the second half and lose again. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, I would think if you're ever going to beat Green Bay at home, you've got them in disarray, but I have trouble in the office finding anybody that thinks that they're going to beat Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. Uh, I think they're going to get drilled by Green Bay. Your team sees uh, top two player go you you your coach has made horrific decisions that has cost you games you're inconsistent uh you're playing rogers and the packers where their season may be on the line i don't know how the lions stay within 10 points of rogers on sunday so in the aftermath of hawkinson they now have for next year two first round picks two second round picks two third round Mm. picks and five of the top 65 that sounds fantastic for a team that knows how to draft but how do you know that with those picks, they're going to pick somebody that's going to help them right away? I don't have a shred of confidence that they have a clue as to how to. I mean, even this Jamison Williams, I would never have taken a In their situation, when the guy was fully healthy, that made sense. He's not fully healthy, and they got and they were completely buffaloed. They kept telling you, well, you know, by the end of the summer, well, you know, by the first month, well, you know, by October. Now you wonder is he ever going to come back at all? And when you're one and six, why bring it back at all anyway? I mean, it's just mind-boggling to me that they are so inept at every single thing uh, they do. And in my opinion, it starts right at the ownership, and it's been that way for years. It has not changed. It's been that way for years. You know, Tim, uh, people coming at me at huge show on twitter saying hey the draft picks will help them uh get where they need to go quicker and i'm like someone sent me that direct message and i'm going so what 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 has holmes or campbell done that gives you sincere faith given 22 all pro players they could still manage that team to be the best in the nfc north or even a playoff team well, and I think, you know, the whole issue with them is they have a number of veterans, including Goff, that they're going to have to decide whether they extend them or not or take the cap space and then try to sign free agents. But I'm not convinced free agents would take all that money and go to Detroit because they want to win and they don't win. So, I mean, look, it, 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 the guy's 419-1, and one, and it's every single time. You know, when they brought in Quinn and Patricia, oh, man, these guys are from the New England Patriots. They've got that pedigree, fantastic, and they couldn't run him out of town fast enough. Now they get this guy, he's a player's coach in his home. This guy was a big deal on the West Coast, blah, blah, blah. And now they're 4-19-1. and one. I mean, it's almost, it's almost mystical that anybody that they put into authority every single time does not have a shred of success. It's mind-boggling. It's all, like I say, it's almost like divine no. intervention because you can't make it up. I'm going to tell you why, Tim, and I'm, I'm going to say this. Because they're not hiring anybody with experience in the position they're hiring them into. You keep taking guys who have been assistants and not head coaches. You take a guy who is director of uh, scouting 
or assistant GM like Holmes, they need somebody who's been a GM, and they need to go hire Sean Payton, let him pick the GM, and that's how you do it. Just how just how Stevie Y is doing it with the wings right now, even though what they give up like eleven last night or eight, it was like eight last night, whatever it was, they got drilled. Well, I pre- it's like I predicted. I said I think Bill's going. To, I said on the show at the end today, Brock says to me. Well, what do you think of the Hawkins deal? I said, the only thing I think is, is Bill's going to be a little down on the Lions because he usually has Monday, but stayed in Michigan and wiped the Lions on oh. Monday. They bumped, they bumped him to Tuesday, but don't worry, he'll make up for it today. Oh, and the Lions, the Lions were totally off the radar because of the Michigan State, Michigan melee that we'll get to in a moment, and they went back front and center by trading Hawk before the NFL trading deadline today. They don't understand the fan impact. The Ford family has never been connected to the fans. The coaches don't care. They're all getting paid. They think they got all the time in the world. This reminds me of Quinn and Patricia. It really does, and Dan is a much more likable guy uh, than Patricia, a million times better, but it's not about good guys. It's about coaches who can mold this team, can in-game find strategy to counter what they're doing, and you see none of that from Campbell. Yeah, well, you got to pace yourself because you got 10 more games to get through yet, and some of those games don't look like they're going to be too easy to me, and don't determine Thanksgiving dinner on their chances of winning at Oh, home. Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving? I'm eating Thanksgiving dinner at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I hear you. I'm not even going to watch it. I'm going to watch planes, trains, and automobiles. That's what yeah, I'm going to do. I hear you. I'm not going to watch it. I, I will DVR it. Uh, there's no way I'm going to let that ruin a holiday when, you know, the Christmas decorations are going up and you're hanging around relatives you can't stand. I'm not going to let anybody ruin that. Yeah, I hear you. There's 10, 10 more of these things to go. Brace yourself. That's exactly right. Uh, Never- brace yourself. I uh, Roger, this is uh, your captain. I'm Tim Stout. I'll be flying uh, Lions Airways. we got 10 more flights, so welcome aboard. All right, Tim. Uh, what's the, the, the feeling of people you know connected to Michigan State about what happened in that tunnel Saturday night after the Michigan loss and where it's at right now and where it will be moving forward, short-term, long-term? Well, in my opinion, it was a divided fan base in the first place for a variety of different reasons. I mean, I think a lot of these people, Bill, when, you know, they went 11 and 2 last year, and we got a high paid guy, and blah, blah, blah. We got all these recruits, and blah, blah, blah. Boy, wait till this year. And then you beat two MAC teams easily in the first two weeks, and then the bottom completely, completely for the most part, has fallen out. Even the one win in the last six games was at home in double overtime against a team that had already fired its coach. So I think there already was a great deal of despair there. I never found anybody around here whoever legitimately thought they could beat Michigan. Okay, and then the way that you know the way the game played out, you know, was kind of a, a downer game in a variety of different ways anyway because they were so inept on offense. They didn't give up a lot of points, but Michigan still scored seven times if you count the field goals. Then you get the aftermath. I I, I think it's a fractured fan base. I think there's a lot of discouragement. I think a lot of them are braced to wait and see how this is going to play out legally and with the Big Ten. My sense is there are more players are going to be involved with suspensions from the Big Ten as early as tomorrow and at least one noteworthy player for sure. And and whether or not they all come back or any come back or if there's a fine, I mean, I think a lot of people here were fully embarrassed. This video has gone all over the country. It's been on all the national programs. Uh, 
it, it's just, it, look, it's been a bizarre year. It's been a year that nobody saw coming after they beat Pittsburgh in the Peach Bowl. We got, uh, you know, we lost Walker, but we got all these guys back. We got the quarterback back, and we got all these guys in the transfer portal, and, and on and on and on it went. And then the first two games, frankly, didn't really give you a clue that they might be in trouble. And, of course, as they say, you know, the rest is history. So, but that said, First of all, if you just said to me in August, come November 5th, Illinois is going to be a 16-and-a-half-point favorite over Michigan mm. State when they play, I would have said you're absolutely stone nuts. And yet, Illinois is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm not quite sure why. I'm not totally sold on Illinois. That said, if somehow Michigan State could get its act together and somehow win there, which I don't necessarily think will happen, but if that would happen, Bill, They've got home games with Rutgers and Indiana. You would think those would be reasonably winnable. Suppose they were. That would give them three in a row, six and five, guaranteed bowl bet, and at least the rhetoric going to the final game at Penn State would be if we win, we finish with four straight wins, seven and five, and we get a, a, a you know better bowl bet. Now, there's 8,000 ifs in there. I get all that. However, if you're selling your players on what you're still playing for, to me, the season is Illinois. If they lose that game and they get to three and six, then all bets are off because I think dissension. I listened to two of their, but they only made two guys available today and they made the media wait an hour and they told the media, don't ask them about Saturday. They're not allowed to comment on it, which of course made it mostly a waste of time. So Henderson and Thorne basically commented on the state of the team. Well, like they say, they hope they stay together. They hope they kind of somehow pull it together, that they don't splinter apart. And somehow they hope they go and play well at Illinois. I mean, we'll find out Saturday. If, if they do win it, I, I think, frankly, in a mild way, there's a way they could salvage something. But if they don't win it, you know, I mean, you'll just do the numbers. They'd be three and six. And they're probably going to lose to Penn State anyway. And then you got a losing season after an 11 to two. And, the thought will be that their coach, who they put on this pedestal in his four-year college coaching career, will have had three losing seasons. That's not opinion. That's just what the facts would be. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports in our Philly. The game, 7.30 a.m. You can hear Timmy weekday mornings at 10 a.m. The huge show is tape delayed weeknights, 6 until 9 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. You said that you thought a prominent player could be suspended uh, by the Big Ten. Are you hearing that behind the scenes? Well, I think most of the media that covers Michigan State, Bill, who's looked at this video carefully, is concerned about linebacker Jacoby Winman because a lot of the media believe that it's a possibility he's going to get he's going to get suspended moving forward because the four that were suspended Sunday were the first four obvious. You know, look, Michigan State made that move as a preemptive strike against the Big Ten saying, you guys haven't done a thing. So by doing that, it shows the Big Ten and everyone else were very concerned about this. It's not acceptable. That's what Tucker went ad nauseum saying yesterday. So if we have a preemptive strike, does that lessen the blow mm-hmm. once the Big Ten gets done with us? The media around the unit, around the program amongst itself after searching through this video endlessly believes that Winman, who's the three-time Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week, uh, you know, has, has done pretty well since they moved him to linebacker, that he looks like he possibly could be vulnerable if the Big Ten is going to add any more names to that. Take it for whatever it's worth. Tim, I take everything of value from you or from you 
it has value on the huge show. I'm trying to figure that out. You know, before I go, I listened to you and Comp yesterday. And I think the issue there, Comp's on the show every Thursday. I think, Bill, the point he was trying to make was not to deflect blame. I think what he was saying to you was that when Franklin made his complaint against Michigan, the mistake he made with you is he said Harbaugh could have changed the tunnel. I don't think that's what he really means. I think what he meant was when you've got a rivalry coming up like Michigan State and you just had a problem in the tunnel with another tough team and there were some issues in that tunnel, maybe the University of Michigan can say, hey, let's in advance, let's figure out a way to avoid any issues from a rivalry game that's emotional and figure out a way to separate these teams going up and down the tunnel. I I think that's what he meant by the fact that that's where Michigan – you know, might have reacted. Now, obviously, Harbaugh said right away, well, he's a whiner and all that. And there's some, you know, there's some personal issues between these coaches. I, I, there, when I listened to what Harbaugh said yesterday about the criminality, I thought to myself, he must not think two cents worth of Tucker because he has really let Michigan State have it over this issue. And as you've listened to Harbaugh through the years, you know, he's pretty reserved in a lot of ways what he says. On this issue, he's just come out swinging completely from the fences against Michigan State. I don't think Comp meant to say that the Michigan State was blameless. I think he thought in hindsight, after that complaint from Penn State, might we, as an athletic department, look at a way, could we be very careful with this tunnel issue on two teams in there, given the fact that we have a rival coming up? I don't want to speak for him. That's what I read into it as to what he was telling you. Like I told Comp yesterday, and I've told everybody on Twitter, Facebook, in person, a lot of conversation about my interview with him. I respect his opinion. He has a right to his opinion. I have a right to mine. You have a right to yours. Ballas does to his. All's good, man. I, I don't, I don't. when it comes to political or sports opinions, I don't judge my friends or the people I work right. with on their sports or political opinions. They want to get personal, no, then it, then it yeah. gets to another level. I was driving to the airport to pick up my wife, and I heard he was coming on. So as usual, I stuck with it the whole way. And look, both of you know what you're doing. Both of you have a good rapport. Both of you, and I love ballast. Nobody knows that thing like he does. So whenever those guys are on, I the only reason I know what I know is because I listen to those two guys. <laughs> They're both good, and uh, I'll I'll continue with Jim with ballast. Uh, I I never will tell them what to think, what to say, and I can disagree. They can disagree with me, and we all move sure. on. Timmy, I love you. Always appreciate you listening. Keep up the great work on the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. Good, Bill. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. He is a good man on and off air. Tim Stout from the Stout on Sports Broadcast. Remember the huge show tape delayed weeknight, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. More on the Hawk trade. Michael O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R. TR.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast, originating from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Mild surprise, if not a shock, to watch Hawk go to the Vikings inside the NFC North, traded earlier today pending the physical. 2023. Second rounder, 2024 third rounder. Some of the details from the trade. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider when it comes to Lions and the NFL standing by. So on the Michael Hara shock meter, 0 to 10, where would you put the hog trade today at? I put it right in the middle, about a five. There's been a lot of conversation about it that, that you know, this would be his last year in Detroit. And, you know, some of it centered on the, you know, the, the, uh, uh, draft day today, and so no, I'm not. I'm not shocked. A little bit surprised, but not shocked at all. No, there was there was too much buzz about it to be shocked. So, uh, what does the trade do to this team that is free falling and trying to find their way? Well, I don't know how much more they can free fall because they're at the, the bottom of the league I mean, right now. Yeah, a one win team. I know what you mean. I, you know, look, 
obviously they're building for the future. And, and you know, when Sheila Hamp came out last week and talked to the media for a few minutes, she said something that nobody had said before, was that it turns out that this is a teardown, it's not a rebuild. Well, today the teardown continued. We got one of your, probably one of your five or six best players, doesn't figure in your long-term plans, so go ahead and train them. You know, they found a willing partner out there in Minnesota because Irv Smith, they're a real good tight end, but not in, certainly not in TJ's, uh, TJ Hawkinson's class, but I went on injured reserve today with a bad ankle and ankle injury. And so the Vikings, who are 6-1, you know, they're, they're stiff and not just playoffs, but, you know, maybe a conference championship, maybe a Super Bowl, acted quickly to add TJ Hawkinson, and that's an upgrade for them. Well, what's the selling point to the fans just wait? You mentioned what Sheila Ford Hamp said. Do you do you wait and hope that Campbell, who hasn't really shown he can bring any consistency to this team and what four nineteen and one and you got Holmes who was a new GM on the job, has acquired some good talent. It's kind of similar to Quinn. I thought, you know, outside of you know, trading Slay and Diggs, they didn't do that bad a job with talent, just Patricia couldn't produce it on the field. Well, what's the message to the fans listening right now, Michael? Well, I'm glad I'm not the one who has to deliver it, but should we try pay, stay patient again? Please be patient. Mm. You know, the, the rebuild, I mean, they're in a full rebuild, you know, and there's not much more to tear down, I wouldn't think. This was this was really a big chunk of that, but, you know, it's, it's look, I, I've got to tell you, those four home games I've been at, you know, crowds of above 60,000, place rocking, you know, it really is. I mean, it's been just a terrific, terrific, terrific uh, just the vibes and the enthusiasm of the fans. It's been really a, a cool thing. So I don't know how much more you can say to the fans, just be patient with us, but got to find a way. And the best way to do it is to win some games. Starting Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. How do they beat the Packers? Well, the Packers have lost four straight, and they're really they're nowhere near what they were last year. You know, this is a team that's won 13 games, three straight years, and they're not even close to that. I mean, not even. I went on their website. Uh, yesterday to listen to listen to uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, post game press conference after they got beat on Sunday, Sunday night, just absolutely handled too, and and it didn't sound good. He said he felt like they had their vibe back and practice last week. Like they had it back in the locker room before the game, and then with the energy and enthusiasm, but it just wasn't there for them. So I don't know what the Packers, where do they turn? You know, two three years ago when he. He predicted that they'd gotten off to a bad start, that they would, in fact, win the NFC North. And they did, beating the Detroit Lions in the last game. And they had another couple where he just spelled out to the fans, R-E-L-A-X. Well, that's not going down in Green Bay either. So Packers have their problems, but nothing compared to what the Lions have. Yeah, they, they really need that win Sunday because if they get, if Rodgers and the Packers decide to wake up, and the Lions get rolled Sunday at home, same week you're trading Hawk. Uh, another loss at home in front of those loyal fans, and you're still at the bottom of the heap in the NFL. At, you're, you're building some roadblocks if you're Dan Campbell that are going to be tough to get by. That The only thing left now that will convince the fans, media, anybody, maybe your own team, is win games. That's it. Just win, win games. games. Absolutely. Nothing, you know, nothing solves problems faster and better and stronger than, than winning games. Now, there's another dynamic on Sunday's game, too. You know, the Packers fans, regardless, you know, whatever, you know, they've known mostly winning in the last, you know, since the last 22 or 23 years, you know, they've really 
been one of the most consistently winning franchises in the league, and their fans travel. And if they're, you know, if they take over Ford Field like they've done before, and and way back to the Silverdome too, and they're, and they're rocking and the and the you know and the, and, and the Packers are really you know just running roughshod over the Detroit Lions. It's going to be an awfully, awfully tough pill to swallow for the Lions. I'm not predicting that because I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a tight, you know, like a lot of those games at Ford Field have been, you know, a one-possession game, and I think it'll come down to that again. But but it, the, the possibility that it doesn't is just something that's in the back of my mind. Mike, uh, I've been a lifelong Lions fan at the age of 61, and it is sad the low points they can bring at us year after year. It really is, outside of an occasional Nice run, you know, with Barry or uh, even Stafford, you know, early, you know, 2012-ish. Uh, the way they can find a way to do things to even lower the bar is frightening. No, I, I agree with you. And, you know, huge when we went into the start of this season, I thought that two really strong points of this team would, were the offensive line and the receivers. And I, the receivers, I count tight ends. I think, you know, T.J. Hawkinson is a, is a pass catcher, not just a tight end. And it really hasn't worked out that way. The tight ends, have, I'm sorry, the, the offensive line has had injuries. I think they're playing well. I don't think they're playing great, but I think they're playing well. I mean, look, a lot of the success for what the offense has been able to do overall, running and throwing, you know, stems from the, the protection they get and the blocking they get from the offensive line. But certainly the receiver group hasn't really hasn't done what I thought it would do now. The injury to Amon Ross St. Brown had something to do with it. D.J. Chark barely a cameo performance this year for a guy that, you know, a former pro bowler of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but really, what's he done? He's been injured. I think he's missed the last four games, maybe it's five, and we'll see when we get him back, because he's on injured reserve, so, and and Josh, uh, Ray, or Josh Reynolds said flashes, he's been good, you know, at times, but has he really been what they thought he would be? I, I Not in my eyes, now they might have, have a different view of it, but I'm just speaking from my vantage point, so you know, the things they thought would be strengths really haven't quite developed that way. Uh, but I'll, I'll give the offensive line a pass because of a couple of injuries. I'll tell you, that first half against the Dolphins, the way golf was throwing the football, fantastic. Yep. And then you watch lack of adjustments. Miami adjusted. They just owned uh, the second half. We'll see what happens Sunday against the Packers in downtown Detroit. You can follow everything Lions and the NFL at DetroitLions.com. Michael Harris, senior columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Mike, appreciate the update. All right, huge thanks for having me. Yeah. Just no no adjustments. Look how good they looked. Jeez. Mm. You know, and and a lot of people say, well, they still need players. No, I, I think they need coaching more than talent right now. And I'm because I'm not looking at a Super Bowl champion. I said nine and seven. I thought when they were one and one, I upgraded one to ten and seven. But they need a coach who can maximize the talent. That's what they need. A head coach and assistants. Firing the DB's coach is you're beginning the scapegoat thing. I've never liked that. When coaches tell another coach to go and they're going to stay and get their paycheck, I think it says something about the head coach. And I, I've, I've told you for years about Patricia, and I'm telling you Dan Campbell is a good man. A guy I'd want to have beer with, play 18 holes with, or go see Metallica with. But he is not an NFL head coach. And if the Lions truly were smart 
And if it is a teardown and you're going to dump players, then dump a head coach who is 4-19-1 and, and go give Sean Payton everything he needs and let him pick your GM. And I don't care about contracts because your coach's deals don't count against your salary cap. Get somebody who's been a GM and get a head coach who's been a head coach. The Lions being a testing ground isn't the right move by the Ford family. They got a testing ground down in Dearborn. And that's for their automobiles. I want your feedback from those across Michigan. What do you think of the Hawk trade? That's our Bud Light huge question of the day. Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great distributors. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Get more for your money every time you shop Meyer. Start shopping for the season's best holiday toy deals. Like buy one, get one 50% off when you mix or match select toys from Barbie, Nerf, Hot Wheels, Disney Princess, Coco Melon, and more. And pick up a meal that helps you feel warm and cozy with buy one, get one 50% off beef, lamb, or pork roasts. Whether it's gifts, roasts, or fresh produce, you get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Remember, if you miss any interview, my rant on the hot trade to open up the broadcast. Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What do you think of the hawk trade? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Bud Light, by the way, served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great distributors. Uh, Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home. And here in about 10 minutes, the doors will open up for free, an open practice, and a two-quarter scrimmage followed by an autograph session with the players and coaches with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. Doors open at 5, everybody gets in free, and that goes to somewhere around 7 p.m. tonight with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. Free, open practice for everybody. Go to John in Kalamazoo listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Hi, Bill. Uh, just before I tell you my thought on Hawkinson, uh, real quick, last uh, Sunday I saw the first half of the Lions game, and then I had to stop because we were having guests over on the pontoon boat with margaritas, and I thought, oh, I can't wait to see the rest of this game later. So after we cleaned up from the party, I went back to watch the second half and got my first kick in the head from the Lions this weekend. And then the second one was, of course, was hearing about the hockey mm. break. So uh, I didn't hear when you started your show today. I was on the road, but uh, I, I thought I might have a thought that didn't get discussed. I mean, I, you certainly mentioned why would you trade a guy like that to a division uh, rival? I mean, we spent a uh, seven. Uh, um, for a first-round pick, seventh overall pick for him because he was supposed to be a, a, a generational tight end. I still think he has tremendous potential that hasn't been tapped. And here's what I'm adding that I don't know if you discussed this earlier. Tight end is one of the most difficult positions to learn in the NFL, and uh, you might remember all the talk about all the patients we were going to need after drafting him so high because it it takes quite a while for it takes two or three years for a tight end to come in. So here we are in a rebuild. It seems to me it would make more sense to keep him, and you also going to would want him on the team to help with the new guy. I agree. Hunter, I said that earlier. Uh, thanks, I, Johnny. I appreciate the call and Kalamazoo listening on 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids. Yeah, if, if you're going to get a quarterback at one, then you'd want a tight end for the bailout throw. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And those reveling in draft picks, thinking that Holmes and Campbell have four or five years to rebuild this, your blind faith and loyalty is part of the problem. Fords won't understand it until Ford Field is empty. That's it, unfortunately. And we'll see. If they get rolled by Green Bay on Sunday, uh, you'll see as many empty seats as you've ever seen in Ford Field. 
Let's go to Joe in Muskegon on Michigan's West Coast, listening on 96 1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Bill. Uh, this TJ Hawkinson trade is kind of, it's one of the things that Detroit is doing. We, me and my buddy were talking about it. They're going to trade somebody that they need, they're going to trade him to a team that the player is going to come back and he's just going to tear us up. He's just going to tear us up. And it seems like every time we get, I know we've been trying to rebuild, trying to rebuild. But every time we do this, we always end up giving our players away, and then they come back and torment us. <laughs> I don't understand. No, I no, don't understand. No one understands it, Joey. And thank you and your friends for listening to Muskegon on 96 won the game out of GR. I don't get it. If you're rebuilding, why would you? All right, so Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell in the first two years of rebuilding have gotten rid of two other top five players. Right? Stafford and Hawkinson. We would say Ragnall is a pro bowler at center. Swift, right, healthy, if he can stay healthy. Uh, We don't know about Jamison Williams yet. So I'll go two of your top five, and you're rebuilding. With what? Draft picks that you hope you hit on that need two or three years to do it? Do you have six years? Has Sheila Ford Hamp told Holmes and Campbell that you have seven years to build it? And I just added a year on. Amazing. Bill in Grand Rapids listening on 96 won the game. You're on the huge show. It's impossible to understand. It's like uh, kindergarten. Instead of um, the teacher, you'd have a whole bunch of 50-year-olds sitting in the kindergarten teaching the class. That's what it would be like. So that's why nobody understands it. But it's not – I just don't understand why people go to the game. Hey, we got it. We had the last tight end uh, – you know, it takes four years and five years for a tight end to uh, adapt. What did we do to that one? Well, we got rid of him. I think he was there for about four to five years, and we got rid of him. Uh, I I don't understand. Why would even people go to the Lions? Why would even people watch the Lions? They're what, what, what group for a bunch of losers. Now, you know one thing, Bill, and i got to get to a network, T.L. Thanks for the call in Grand Rapids listening on 96-1 the game. They're loyal. How about Dan Campbell's a former tight end and you don't want a top five tight end on your team? You want a draft pick because they want to deflect for you. They want this season to be about what Sheila Ford Hamp, oh, it's a teardown now. It's a rebuild. It's a teardown. Wait a minute. They're one and one with a double digit lead at Minnesota in a year where the NFC North is completely up for grabs. And today they trade Hawk. Amazing. 24-7, 24-7, everything you need when it comes to this show, including all 19 of our affiliates, is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented 
by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are set to cruise through hour number three on a busy Tuesday afternoon on the only syndicated statewide sports radio show in the afternoon. Heard three until six, 19 stations for the one close to you or close to where you'll be traveling. Go to the show.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. TJ Hawkinson traded earlier this afternoon from the Lions to the Vikings. Lions don't have a clue on trying to slowly guide the fans back. They get drilled by Green Bay Sunday. You'll have hardly any fans in the stands the rest of the year. I get it's the NFL. But if we're into this teardown mode, as Sheila Ford Hamp said last week, once you want to keep one of your top five players... Especially if you're going to draft a young quarterback and not pay golf. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm just saying right now they have the overall number one pick, and you would think that would be a QB. But knowing the Lions, they might go defense. And they believe their offense is that close, and you're going to add Jamison Williams. I don't know. I don't. So I'm asking you what you think of the hog trade. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I am completely floored by an element of the fans out there that think this team could go 1-16, and and you're fine with Dan Campbell and Holmes having another year. What world are you living in? Oh, it's the teardown. So you're trusting these guys? I mean, right now, this reminds me of the end of Quinn and Patricia really does, or halfway through. 419-1 and one for Dan Campbell, and a lot of you still have his back because he's a good guy. It's a business, man. You know, if Sheila Ford Hamp, and they got all the money in the world, there's no salary cap when it comes to coaches, that you're not knocking on Sean Payton's door right now saying, do you want to be our head coach, and you get to pick your GM. Right now, what do you want? You want 10 mil a year? We're going to give you a $100 million deal. No, we're going to give another year. Oh, I have faith in them. It's a teardown. Oh, it's a rebuild. It's a teardown. Whatever. 1-866-838-4843. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Your thoughts on the hot trade? 1-866-838-4843. Add Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Their open practice free to the public just started at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They'll do an open practice from now until 6 p.m., then a two-quarter scrimmage from 6 until 6.30, and then a free autograph session with the players and the coaches tonight inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids free to get in. Let's go to some of the callers who've been hanging around. Joe and Holland listening on WHTC. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. Thanks for taking the call. I want to preface this by saying I'm a Bears fan, and when I originally saw the trade, I thought the Lions were getting all the picks. So I was like, all right, even though he's a first-rounder, second, third, two-fourths, not terrible. Then when I heard that, nope, the Lions are actually giving up to, and I couldn't believe it. So I don't know what you guys are doing. 
I wouldn't have done it like what you said. Hawks a great young guy. You only have him one more year, and who else are you going to pay on the roster? I think you guys could afford him, especially if you guys are drafting a QB next year. Also, want to get your thoughts on since you're. Alliance fan, what do you think of what the Bears are doing? You know, Thanks, I, I, I'll hang up and listen from here. Okay, yeah, you know, I really, the last couple of weeks, the Bears offense has started to click. And I don't know if they reeled in the playbook on fields, but I, I, I like where they're going with fields. I really do. They look like they were dead in the water, so I'll give the Bears credit. This is the year in the NFC North. That's why I go back to the Lions 1-1 one and one in Minnesota. Are you kidding me? 10-point, double-digit, what, 14-point lead at one time? Gosh. And now you trade Hawk. He'll be playing on the field where your season ended, and I think the career of Dan Campbell ended in Detroit. If I own that team in a heartbeat, 100 mil to Sean Payton, pick your GM. Now, let's go to Mike in Hudsonville. Thanks for the wait. Listening on 96 one, the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Hi, huge. Hey, Michael. I, I don't hate the trade. I don't hate the trade. I I uh, I'd see we got something in return. Uh, you know, if you look at Hawk last year, what he missed the last five or six games of the season, he was out. Um, he's coming up on this last year, right? We, he missed a couple games this year. He hasn't been that that guy on the field when he's played this year as a difference maker. We got something in return. It's a it's a salary cap league. I think uh, Holmes knows, you know, kind of they know maybe more than we all know from, you know, what the expectation of what's going to get, you know, what what the salaries are going to look like, and they just uh, they got something for what they could right now, and they're moving on. All right, Michael, so, I appreciate your opinion. As, yeah, it, and I appreciate your yeah. opinion in Hudsonville. Thank you. Busy afternoon. Look forward to talking to you again soon. I, I, I respect all of your opinions. We all have a right to what we want to say and feel about the Lions. How about the game against Seattle where Hawk had one of the best games a tight end has ever had in the league? Why won't you design a game plan around him? <laughs> Fourth in the league in yards per catch. Why aren't you throwing to him 15 times a game? I'm serious. Hey, these coaches don't get it in-game, and any of you thinking they're going to wake up and start to get it, you're fooling yourself, just like with Patricia and Quinn. They are not going anywhere with Dan Campbell as their head coach. Nick and Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the huge show. Nicky. Is he on a boat? Nick, you on a Oh, who's this? Is this Mike in Cedar Springs? How you doing, Michael? Hey, good. Huge. How are you? Doing good. I had the wrong name hey. because he wanted, and a superfly wanted to use a font like I'm taking an eye test for a driver's license. What's on your mind? <laughs> hey, uh, I just wanted your input. Um, so far, I've been a fan of Brad Holmes. I think uh, the way he's drafted, um, he's been doing some good things. So do you think his fate, is tied with our head coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a Quinn you know. Patricia thing. I, I, I do where, you know, you're getting rid of – you got rid of Stafford, okay, and you saw how much he was loved by Lions fans. And now you get rid of Hawk, 25 years of age. And this is part of your 
teardown plan, as Sheila Ford Hemp said last week. So what's the plan? It'd be nice for Holmes or Campbell to, you know, spell out the plan for the fans in the media. And, and I love Stafford, too. I just, I, I think he wanted out. And so are you saying you think Brad Holmes should have done more to try to keep him then? Well, you know, because I, I step back here, even with my doubt on Stafford, and thank you, Mike and Cedar, that if you're tearing down and you're starting over, then this has to be Goff's last year, right? If we go by the tear down theory, they're headed towards being able to pick. You you want Bryce Young? You want C.J. Stroud? You're going to pick your quarterback. So now as Lions fans, you're going to have a young quarterback. You're going to have Jamison Williams coming in maybe with a few games of experience. You're going to be young again, and you're going to hope, hope that Dan Campbell and this staff that don't know how to make a call, that can't manage a game, no matter what talent you give them, that you believe because he's a good guy, he is going to take them places. Look at the NFC North this year. Minnesota is not that great of a team. And you watch the Lions have a double-digit lead. The Packers are in disarray. The Bears are tearing down and rebuilding. Come on. one 866 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Go to Nick in Bay City. I think we got him now listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. Just got out of work, man. I'm hearing this crazy stuff. You going to trade Hawk? Come on, man. They traded him. He's gone. You're killing me, man. Let me just tell you, from when I watch Hard Knock on HBO Max and I see Campbell doing up-downs with the team, I knew we were done right there. Come on, man. We need to get some serious coaching in here. I mean, it's got to be a fire sale. If your last name ain't Ford, you got to go. Well, you know, and and here's here's where I'm, and Nick, thank you for calling in Bay City or listening on 100.9 FM. I go back to my theory that you need somebody who's been an experienced head coach and somebody who's been an experienced GM. You know, I'm not completely disconnected from Holmes yet, but Dan Campbell, it's not getting better. This team is regressing. Oh, they're going to fire the DB coach because DBs are regressing or they're not playing man coverage. Well, you're the head coach, Dan Campbell. You're watching the game. How can you not tell him and walk up there and say, press coverage? Warrior, can you cover anybody? How are you offsides back-to-back plays? This isn't high school football. You're Dan Campbell. I'm tired of after the game, and the Monday presser, him having all these ideas on what they could have done, but they didn't do them. You are the head coach in that game. You can make it happen. You have authority over anybody on that sidelines. And instead, you wanted to call plays last year. Gosh. And they make a scapegoat. How how does Aaron Glenn have a job with the way that defense is played? That he won't offer to resign first and you're going to fire the DB coach. That's a chicken blank way of doing business inside that building. And I cannot believe today, reading, Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, how many people still believe in Dan Campbell? 
419-1, what has he done? He's a good guy. Do you know what? There's a phrase out there, Superfly. Nice guys finish last. Chuck and Muskegon listening on 96 won the game on Michigan's West Coast. You're the next guy up on the huge show. Hey, how you doing? I don't know. My blood pressure now. Dr. K said 1290 over 1090. Uh, medical specialists are going, you can't be human. Yeah, hey, we have a mutual friend, by the way, uh, Russ Ortega. Russ Ortega, good man. One of the good guys I've good ever man. met in my life. Great guy. Love him. Well, hey, listen, Huge. Um, <clears throat> you know, it it just it just fractures me. I'm I've been, you know, I was born in Detroit. I obviously a Detroit fan my whole life. But <clears throat> when they traded Stafford, then I I you know I kind of knew that they were going south. But you know, let's just face it. I mean, unless you really. You know, maybe some of these franchises that were only in there a few years and then had to drop out or some USFL franchises, but that franchise is a pathetic, gut-wrenching, disorganized, unprepared, unknowledgeable, and plainly, quite frankly, stupid coaching staff. They got stupid owners, a stupid front office, and a stupid team. Now, I'm telling you, that team, I just chuckle because – if you read articles from years past, and I've done that, they're always rebuilding. They they can't get out of their own way. And until they get rid of the dumb, which to me, three of the four franchises that are stuck and stupid, all of them, um, I just can't believe that. You know, and Hawkinson, yes, he wasn't like the greatest tight end they've ever had, but a good young player. And the thing that gets me is he's so young and he's up and coming and all it would take is – you, you don't need a superstar quarterback. You just need someone that can run their offense, that can include him more in the, in the game plans and make him the focal point of your offense. And they don't have the brains God gave a goose, and I don't feel sorry for one of them. And they deserve everything they get. Huh, that's my you. huge opinion. Yeah, great. Well done, Chuck and Muskegon, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. So this team could have Slay, Diggs, Stafford, Hawkinson on it. Hmm. Hmm. And all those deals, uh, who'd they get? I mean, you could argue, you know, in trading up, maybe Jamison Williams, right? I, everybody who clamors, you the Lions Nation, not all of you, I don't want to stereotype, you talk about how Quinn and... Patricia gutted the franchise, and they gave him the extra year, and it was a mistake, but you'll sit here and support Campbell. I, I don't get that. I really don't. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Columnist. Uh, what's America saying about this Hawk trade? If you missed my opening rant on Hawk, Superfly is that up at thehugeshow.net. Uh, you can listen to that there. Let's go to Troy in Cadillac, uh, who's listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket you hear, Cadillac to Traverse City. You're on the Huge Show across Michigan. Again, uh, Huge, thanks for taking my call. And again, 
what in the heck is going on with mm. the Lions? What, what, I thought the big news was that Campbell's gone. But no, Hawkinson's gone. My gosh, what is going on here? Campbell doesn't even teach fundamental football, mm. let alone a coach. He is no head coach. Yeah, maybe an assistant. He needs to be gone. Where's Jim Codwell? He, he wouldn't even come back now. We asked him to. Nine, like he said, 9-7 and seven ain't good enough. The Lions are going backwards. I just can't take it. All Your right. blood pressure's up. Mine's up. I, I just, don't I don't know what to do if he's lying. It just, I love the Lions. I've been watching since Monty Clark was the coach mm-hmm. in 78. We had Gary Danielson. We had Billy Sims. And yep. those were the good old days. Good Billy old days. Sims and Moeen Fonz didn't know what to his butt from his head. And <laughs> we should have been to the Super Bowl a long time ago with Barry mm. Sanders. It's just... Yeah, they just can't get a coach, rookie after rookie after rookie coach. I can't take it. No, that's what I I I drop everything if I'm Sheila Ford Hemp and Rod Wood, but I don't think they're smart enough. And I would fire. I would, you know, again, Sean Payton though had Campbell and a lot of these guys on his staff. Would he go throw all them underneath the bus and take the job? I doubt it. But you never know if it's about money, right? You never know. So join in one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. The huge Doyle and Holland listening on WHTC, also on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Never know. Doyle, yeah, yes, sir. Hey, listen. I think the uh, the best commentary you had on the show today was from an expert opinion, Tim Stout. He absolutely nailed everything about both the Lions and about what happened in the tunnel uh, in Michigan. But listen, the thing that he said that I have been saying for years and years and years, it's the Lions' ownership. Uh, Huge, you keep blaming these coaches and how awful they are. Listen, who's hiring these guys? People, a family that doesn't know football at all. Sheila Hamp being a, a... is an experienced woman uh, in regard to professional football. They don't know what they're doing. They keep hiring these losers, and it happens year in, decade in, decade out. I've been watching them for over 50 years of futility, and the only common denominator in that whole entire time has been the Ford family owns them. Hughes, you've got a man up, and you've got to admit that that's true. I will admit that the common denominator is the Fords and Doyle, a very strong, huge opinion. You have a right to yours. I have a right to mine. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm saying the Ford family should go hire Sean Payton right now. Give him an offer he can't refuse. Let him pick the GM that he wants, somebody who's been an experienced GM, to run the Lions. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Go to Don in Traverse City, also listening on 93.7 FM. You hear Cadillac to TC. You're on the Hield Show. First of all, I just want to thank you for ranting and raving so that I don't and accidentally have a heart attack. So first, I'm, I'm doing bless okay. you for that. I'm doing all right. I survived good, it. Good, good. <laughs> okay, so this is the problem. So I'm 55, 56, just like everybody else on here. And if I threw at the real common denominator, just think about this one. And, and I can't tell you why, and that's why you're 
go to Sean Payton is the right answer. We have never been able to do the right thing in the second half for as long as I have lived. So we get up somehow, some way. We got a 10-point lead. The other team makes adjustments every game, and we never do. And I'm just like, how can we not know that? I mean, it just seems like if you're dealing with all these coaches and you're learning, like everybody would be like, okay, the second half of the game, we're going to do this. But if you said to me, what is the one common denominator – that would be it, and I would have. I was happy with Jim Caldwell. Um, you know, he ain't coming back. But I think you're. You know, let's go get uh, Peyton. That's a great, great. You know, if we could do that, I would be a happy camper. Uh, somebody experienced. So it's, it's not a. Uh, it's not a training center for the NFL. That, somebody who's been a head coach. Somebody who's been a GM. Just. Experience matters. And those thinking, well, he needs uh, some of these Lions fans. Well, give him another year or two and he'll be fine. Really? Then then tell me what you've seen. Yeah, I'll see flashes. Washington game first half, first half of the Dolphins. But I'll see their asses get out coached in game adjustments almost every game since Dan Campbell's been the head coach outside of. Arizona, right? Maybe last year where that was kind of like the perfect game. Nobody saw it coming. Let's go to Dwayne in Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the huge show. Thank you. How you doing, bro? I do. Um, hey, man. Uh, you know, like you said before, you know, it has to be the Lions. And why not do this? Why not give them to our division foe who we can't beat already that we had a 14 point lead against. So now we send them send Hawk over to Minnesota, you know, for some measly draft picks. And he's like, you said, he's 25 years old. He's young. He's not the greatest tight end, but still he's a, a good tight end. So he'll go over there in Minnesota will make him even better. That's just who the lions are. And just think we keep hiring these rookie coaches, I don't call them coaches, uh, Bill. I call these guys interns. They're like interns. This is a training uh, place for these guys to come in. And and like you said, why can't we just throw the brink the brink truck at a proven coach who knows how to win? That's how you get um, that's how you get free agents to come in because nobody wants to come to the Lions. Why? Because every time the Lions start losing. They get rid of their best players, and then we fire uh, coaches. Well, why not hire um, Aaron Glenn? Because that's uh, Campbell's buddy from New Orleans. And then, you know, yeah, one thing I can say, and I'm going to end it right here, Bill, um, Dallas Cowboys, uh, uh, I can't, you know, I'm having a brain fire right now, but Jerry Jones, you know, he might be annoying because he's always on the sideline, but guess what? He always has a say-so in who his team brings in as a coach. And like you said, the the force, they don't identify with the fans. And I think we as fans, we're going to keep coming to the games. But, you know, we are enabling them because they said no matter what, the fans are going to keep coming. So the Lions will always be like this, man, until we get a coach and not stop bringing in these interns. These are interns. Dan Campbell is an intern. That's all he is. Thank all you, right. my brother. All right. Thank you, my brother. Big D in Bay City listening on 100.9 FM. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. 
What do you think of the Hawk trade from the Lions to the Vikings? If you miss my opening rant, my huge opinion on Hawk and the deal, that is up right now at thehugeshow.net. You want to join in? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League affiliate. A free open practice is underway right now at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, followed by a free two-quarter scrimmage and a free autograph session with the coaches and players inside Van Andel Arena, free to get in. It's happening right now, probably until about 6.37 p.m. at the van in downtown GR. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Who knows what to expect from Michigan State's football team with the final third of the season at hand the four games in November. It's obviously been a disappointing season so far and not just because of five losses in the last six games. Now the Spartans have been internal issues after their post-game difficulties in the tunnel at Michigan on Saturday night. Whether that affects the way the Spartans play at a revived Illinois team remains to be seen. The Illini are 10-point favorites for the 3.30 p.m. kickoff on Saturday, and Illinois is yearning to get to the Big Ten championship game, and Michigan State seems like the perfect opponent going in. If the Spartans lose on Saturday, a losing season clearly would be at hand. That seems to me to be what is big at stake. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. The holiday shopping season is here, and we've got you covered with lots of gift ideas at your Auto Value Auto Parts store. Everything from rechargeable flashlights and wash and wax kits to screwdriver sets, ice scrapers, work lights, jump starters, and more. All in stock and specially priced for the holidays. Someone on your list that's just too hard to gift? Well, an Auto Value gift card could make the most perfect gift at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And thank you for shopping locally. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. This Lions season has been a wild ride. From all the hope from hard knocks to the one and one start to leading by double digits at Minnesota. What can go wrong has gone wrong for the most part. Horrible coaching decisions, inconsistent offense, defense, guys regressing from a year ago. I don't know where to begin. And today news that Hawk has been traded to the Vikings. I guess that's the flag that you're waving on the season. They're already sitting at number one overall for the pick. And, you know, your homes, your Campbell, uh, there are a lot of questions right now. I think they'll get next year. Uh, the three-year plan seems to work, but they they got to find some storylines and something on the football field that gets those fans back. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. I wanted to get him on the Meyer guest sign and his thoughts on the Hawk trade. So uh, I know from a pure football standpoint, uh, you save money, you get a couple of picks, but from a team that's at the bottom of the basement right now in the NFL, what what does this do to the fan base by trading Hawk? You know, I, I think you actually just hinted at it. Um, honestly, it, it ends any expectations that this team is going to come back this year. And I don't know, I, I, I truly don't know if that's calculated on their part or if it's just something that, you know, comes along with, you know, as a byproduct of the trade. But they're clearly telling everybody this this team we're, we're not going to win this year. Like we're going to try, but you know they just traded away uh, a very good tight end. I'm not going to call him great, but he's a good player. Uh, he uh, averaged uh, four catches for 44 yards per game, uh, and they were certainly not going to pay for that production long term. That's Minnesota's problem now, and I actually kind of like that about it, but. For, for this year, they're telling you that, uh, you know, they're going to embrace not being a contender anymore. They, they, they've put an end to all that talk, you know, all the, the thoughts that they might go on a run here if the schedule gets softer or whatever. No, this, this is a two, three, maybe four win team tops now. And I think, I think for a lot of people, that was, that, that's kind of a blow. You know, there was still some optimism that, okay, you know, that they've been relatively close in a lot of games. You know, they're, the defense is indeed playing better lately, even with what happened with Miami. Uh, the offense is somewhat capable, but now, now you're saying, okay, we're uh, we are not contending, and, and we're looking to 2023 uh, and, and, and beyond. And then T.J. Atkinson was not going to be part of this team beyond 2023. He might not even been here in 2023. So from that standpoint, I like the fact that they're they got what they did. Now, because the price tag was never going to be higher for T.J. Hawkinson to get return than what it is right now. Uh, when and once the Vikings wake up and realize they got to pay him nine point four million next year, and then uh, probably another fifteen, sixteen million per year if they want to keep him after that, 
Uh, so it's probably not going to look as good in their eyes at that point either. But they're they're not worried about that now. They're, they're worried about winning the Super Bowl now, and he does help them do that. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, a Lions NFL insider here on the huge show across Michigan checking in. The only way they're ever getting the fans back now is winning ball games. They're already to that point, uh, basically a year and a half in. There's no hype. There's no offseason full of hope. Even if they get C.J. Stroud and they draft overall number one and they think he's the guy. Uh, it, it, this reminds me of where you know Quinn and Patricia were, that you're going to get that third year uh, to win uh, or you're showing the door. That's basically it in my mind. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week uh, when I was in there. We do, you know, about how they're in a similar situation where Matt Rule was in Carolina, where they brought him back for his third season uh, after the team kept getting worse under his watch, not better. Uh, and they did have some young talent down there, um, and their defense still has some talent on it. But he couldn't make it work, uh, and he got what five games, uh, and they were one and four at the time, and they they canned it. They ended it. And I do think that that's a realistic possibility for Holmes and Campbell uh, for next year. They're not going anywhere before that. Uh, anybody who thinks that they're going to get fired this offseason or during the season, it's, it's not going to happen, uh, period. It just isn't. Um, no, no amount of, work, of uh, wishing or anything for, for that. Uh, they're going to get next year. But uh, And I'll go back to when I covered uh, Hugh Jackson and the Browns. They kept him after he went winless. He knew that he had to win a lot of games very quickly. He didn't. He lasted, I want to say, six games that next season, uh, and, and they canned him. That's that's probably the earliest we'll see that Dan and Brad fired. But uh, until then, like they, they got to at least build some goodwill back up uh, because right now, I, I, fan confidence. I'm not sure has ever been this low in the Lions. Uh, not not in recent times. Not wow. even under. Not, not even at the the end of the the Quinn Trisha mm. era. When I when I think we all knew that that was just yeah. going nowhere. It's it's not good, man. And I'll tell you from from a personal standpoint, you know, I I do cover the team. I am a fan too, and I'm. It, it's hard to find anything to get excited about for the rest of this season. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. We're, we're, I mean, we're seeing like I'm, my focus is going to be, you know, who's for this team in 2023? Who can help this team? I think we're seeing a little bit. Like Kirby Joseph is coming along nicely. Rodrigo up for Rookie of the Week. Uh, and he should win it, by the way. You know, there, there are some bright spots, but they're not equaling wins in 2022. So now you're looking at, okay, who's here for 2023? Who's Who can I build around? Who's going to help this team win long-term? Uh, that's going to be my focus for the rest of the year. And, and for fans, I would kind of encourage that for you to be your focus, too. Um, don't worry so much about the wins and losses this year because there ain't going to be many wins. Look at what can happen down the road. Uh, and, and anybody who's not going to be part of that is going to be gone um, or not worth your time worrying about. And that's that's sort of where they're at with Hawkinson. That's why they moved him. Jeff Risden does a great job following the Lions. Uh, he is one of our Lions insiders checking in on the Meyer. I guess, Anya, it's going to be interesting off Hawk being traded to the team where your season ended. Uh, and you get the Packers coming in Sunday. And if Rodgers goes nuts and they get blown out in front of the home fans, that's going to be up there with the low points. Uh, what you just mentioned about the confidence right now, if they turn around in the week they trade Hawk and they go get blown out and you start to think they may not win another game this season, maybe Carolina, maybe one of the Bears games, that you're going to let Holmes and Campbell throw three-win seasons back-to-back and bring them back for a third year, 
I don't know. I might knock on Sean Payton's door, but then would Payton take the job of a friend, right? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a tough sell, man. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that. Uh, I will say that they're going to, they're going to sell you on. And, and I, I'm, I'll raise my hand. I'm going to sell you on this too. They have five of the first 64 picks in the next draft. Mm. Based on what Brad Holmes has done, four of those are probably going to hit. Uh, hopefully one of them is a quarterback. Hopefully another one of them uh, is a safety or cornerback who can play outside uh, and, and help the god-awful pass defense. You know, it, One of the things that I think is getting glossed over here, too, they fired Anthony Pleasant yesterday. And, uh, uh, that, that's sort of backburner news now, but that's, that's kind of a big deal, too. So you're, you're seeing them making evaluations towards 2023. You know, I to, to think back to demoralizing trades, remember when they traded Golden Tate away right after they traded for Damon Harrison? They had them together for a week, uh, and everybody was thinking, oh, this is the time where we're going to make a run. And then they dealt Golden away, and the bottom completely fell out, and they never really recovered from that. And uh, Bob Quinn, unfortunately, didn't learn that lesson. Then traded Slay, traded Diggs, uh, and, mm. and it kept getting worse. I do believe 100% that this organization will not make that sort of a move. Uh, I, but you know, it's it's tough, man. It's, they're, they're not going to they're not going to win more than two or three games oh. for the rest of the season, and that's that's hard, man. Uh, it's it's it's, it's wow. It, it's, it's it's a real challenge. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's beyond a challenge, and I, I think what I feel is a front office and a franchise deaf to the fans. And the fans have zero confidence in Campbell. You know, Holmes Holmes has brought some good talent in, but I don't believe Campbell is head coach material. I don't. There's too much inconsistency. Uh, there's too many bonehead calls. Uh, players are regressing. Uh, so I, you can give another year. It's just going to be even uglier. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Rizzy, I know you got an, another interview. Thanks for the update, my man, on the Hawk trade. My pleasure. I'll talk to you later this week. Thank yeah. You. you know, I got... I get you're going to have you know, all these great draft picks, but you have confidence in Campbell to maximize it. This is the same conversation we had about Quinn and Patricia. Dr. K, another text. Back up to 980 over 890. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code SHEPBET and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older wager michigan only this is a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces Special guest, Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Figure Death Punch's new album, Afterlife. Out now. Five Figure Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert, live. 
We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. I don't know if this is a good day or a bad day for the Lions. It's your opinion. TJ Hawkinson traded from the Lions to the Vikings for a couple of draft picks. They actually gave up a couple, too. So if you're in a... You've gone from a rebuild to a teardown. Well, really, you've gone from hope... One and one, double digit lead at Minnesota to a rebuild to a teardown. And I believe Hawkinson traded is to buy more time. Telling the fans, we need more time. How many times have you heard that from the Lions? So we're running out of time. Won't be able to take any calls. If you have any opinion on Hawk being traded from the Lions to the Vikings, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. And if you're in the downtown Grand Rapids area, the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, they have an open practice going on right now. Free two-quarter scrimmage at Van Andel Arena and a free autograph session around 6.30 p.m. tonight. In downtown GR at Van Andel Arena, their first home game at the Van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Uh, tomorrow night, actually two nights away, Superfly and I will be at the Bill Burr comedy show inside Van Andel, big arena, big show. We're going to be in the Acrisure VIP lounge beforehand. I do have a pair of tickets. Is that correct? From our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. If you want to see Bill Burr in concert, I don't know if this includes the Acrisure VIP lounge. It doesn't. Superfly tells me. But you get two free tickets to the show. Why don't we take Lucky Caller 21? And you'll get an e-ticket sent to you via email, and you'll be able to bring a guest and see Bill Burr, one of the great comics in the world, Thursday night at Van Andel Arena. 
in downtown GR. Tickets do remain at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Lucky caller 21 right now. You'll score a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr on Thursday night at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Lucky caller 21. If you want to see comedian Bill Burr, Thursday night, Van Andel Arena. And if you don't win the tickets, get your tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Superfly Hayes, tell her job. If you missed anything, just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.